First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throw it down, knock them out, time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast time. Hey everybody, welcome back to your favorite weekly podcast, the pod of the everyman, the Two Beers Podcast. Two beers, two beers! Jordan and Drew slinging it on the reel. A lot of fun, a lot to cover this week. Drew, how you doing? We're still good on the name. You still, you're still feeling Two Beers Podcast? Still a thing? Two, two and a half years in? <laughs> yeah, that's true. It, we'll, put a, would, we'll put a pin in it. <clears throat> it cost. It would cost me more to get the trademark that I secretly filed without telling you off than, uh, than it would to get a new one. Cool, cool. So, fun, man. Fun times. Yeah, doing great. Big, uh, big swing from last week's uh, depressing. Uh, wait, oh, the Phil, oh, the Phillies lost. <laughs> man, you really, you really can find a way. We should. That should be like a new goal here. We should try to find a way to slide in a Family Guy reference each, at least every podcast, just naturally. <laughs> All right. I mean, we have a lot of things we try to do. Like, <laughs> right, let's let's do let's do the beer. Ready? Assume positions for the world-famous two-brew salute. In a three, three. And a two. And, and a one. A one. Let's get it on. Um, yeah, we, we have a, a throat culture going around our house, so um, I'm just drinking H2O this week. What you got? Uh, bet Goff wishes that was going around on prom night. Uh, I got my last Stone Cold El Segundo double, count it, double IPA. All right, I like it. I like it. This can, this, uh, I do love the black can. Much more Austin three sixteen ish. Um, so one thing that I w- definitely wanted to do, which I totally smooth. forgot, <clears throat> smooth, was um, the whole um, my my three questions, right? And we we forgot we forgot to ask Casey, so I asked him offline, cereal or milk in the bowl first. He went with cereal. Toilet paper, over the top or behind the back? He went over the top, obviously. And this is the one that where everyone gets tripped. Toothpaste, then water, or water, then toothpaste? He agreed with us. Water, then toothpaste. It's not even debatable. Uh, I'm, a lot of people do toothpaste first, and I Fucking don't know is. why. I, I don't mind. Uh, Tor- Tori's the water toothpaste, then a little bit of extra water, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what he said. So, oh, so it's that was that was innovative. I <clears> so it. not only not only are you only doing the three questions for guests, but you're doing the same three questions. The same three questions. Oh yeah. Not as cool as how you pitched it, but okay. I mean, we gotta we got yeah we we gotta compile the data here. We gotta let the people know. We gotta download. Mm-hmm. Love it. Speaking of Love downloading. It. Love it. Doop. All right. Club to Death is like every every like two months it decides whether or not it's going to be on Apple Music. So and I didn't have time to go to the YouTube vid. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, excuse me. So we're we gonna re- recap the weekend official. First? Let's 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 talk about the big news first. Okay. Official. Official. Even though it's been somewhat official. May 20th, May 20th, Devin, the dream, Haney, the undisputed lightweight champion of the world, will defend the four belts against our favorite guy, Vasily Lomachenko, the Matrix, high-tech, Loma, whatever you want to call him, 
our hero, Vasily Lomachenko, the in Vegas. Presidents of the Lomasexuals Club. That's right us, baby. Here. The uh, and we're probably we're probably like the treasurers of the uh, of. The, I gotta think of a cool Haney name. I feel I feel like we've been on the Haney train longer than most people. Well, I I agree. We most people. Are. I still have the. Uh, I we I think we, we have, still have. I don't that know if we're on the board, but we 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 got the members' jackets for. Yeah, for exactly. For sure. I, I I I would concur. I, I think I think Doran. I I still remember after Campbell fought uh, Garcia and uh, he he ducked Haney. I was like, yeah, well, Haney Haney's almost more more Mayweather than anybody. And then Shakur decided to just become spe- even more spectacular than he was, but neither here nor there. Haney Loma, MGM grand Vegas. One, maybe two of us will be there. There's two tickets that have been purchased. God, these pre-sales just, they need to make their access codes more creative. Cause we just continue to hack them the day before. <laughs> uh, super pumped. I'll be cracking my, uh, my Vegas cherry. We'll see if uh, if some other people stone up and end up uh, end up Listen. joining us. Listen, so. two two things. One, May twentieth is my brother Tori' birthday. When was so, the last time that guy came to one of your birthday parties? Uh, I don't know. But number <laughs> two, number two is um, May twentieth is my daughter's dance recital. And today is Penny's birthday, so one day Penny's gonna listen back to all this. I, like I don't know when, but she will know that her dad loves her so much that he is skipping Loma, his favorite boxer, championship fight in Vegas to be at her dance recital. So it'll so probably there. it'll probably be the night that she sneaks out, steals your truck, and is listening to the podcast uh, on your. Uh on your apple play so probably true for for what's that for what that's worth but yeah man i'll uh yeah i'll get you a t-shirt maybe maybe we'll see if i've forgiven you at that point in our lives but i'm pumped for it uh early betting odds i think haney's minus 180 is that oh, I, I, that's closer than i expected well P, well it's so funny because like people uh you know the it's so crazy the agenda i think we talked about before the agendas of like boxing twitter and how uh just how biased some of the fan bases are on people. And people need hugs. I just want to give all these people hugs that are just so angry on Twitter. Um, acting like minus 180 is like a heavy favorite. I'm like, isn't that like... We review that... this every week. Yeah, that's, is, like... that's basically a coin flip. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, which is about right. Like I said Haney, Haney should be favored. Uh, you know, he's the younger, bigger guy. Um, and Loma, again, yeah, Loma did not look great against Jermaine Ortiz. And I mean, Haney looks here, I got it right here. Haney minus two fifty five, Loma plus one ninety five. Ooh, now he's minus two. So that's moved. Interesting. Okay. I wonder, okay. I wonder if that uh, it opened at one. I wonder if it moved to two fifty five because they saw them next to each other at the press conference today. Um, yeah. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Oh that, man, that's, that's about the right number. Minus two fifty five. <coughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's um. Yeah, like I said, it's fair. I mean, uh, you know, I, 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 the one thing that I just want to stress. I just don't want any excuses from either fan base. I mean, you know it'll happen on Twitter from losers, but like, you know, if if these guys, the thing that if Haney wins, you know, you'll get Loma way too crazy Loma fans that'll be like, ah, oh, you know, he was old, the weight class. It's like stop, stop. Like Loma seven and one at one thirty five. He lost one weird fight to Tiafimo. Let's if if he if he couldn't do one thirty five, he wouldn't be there, and. If if Haney if Loma wins the Haney stands, we'll talk about how he was weight drained and they forced him to. It's, if Devin couldn't safely make the weight, his 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 dad and him yeah, may be the bring up the Ramadan thing. Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, they may. Well, he's not fasting. He already he already said that today at the press conference. He's stopped fasting. So like, because oh. he needs to prepare for the fight. Um. Oh. So yeah. So that's not even a thing. Um. They're just training it. They are training at night, but I think they normally do that anyway. Um, okay. So and if but yeah, if if they if they didn't think he could safely make the weight, he wouldn't be at one thirty five. Like him and his dad are very smart businessmen. Like you know, I don't care about what kind of draw or pay per view numbers he does. Like they are, you know. They're what the Lopez's think they are, basically. Um, yeah. So he right. wouldn't he would he wouldn't put he wouldn't put Devin in a bad spot because he knows the he knows the long game. So like the, I don't want to hear the waitering crap. Like Devin himself even said like you know it was the the second Cambosis fight, fight was like blown way out of proportion how he looked because of like a couple of pictures. Like he was fine. He looked he looked tremendous when he when he rehydrated back up. No excuses. All the belts. Let's get it on. So good, yeah. Um, I don't know. Who, I, yeah, I wonder who. Well, it's it's his last fight with Top Rank anyway, Haney. So at least like contractually. I, was right. like, I wonder. I wonder. I wonder who. I wonder who they want to win. Uh, I don't know. Probably Loma, because then you get Loma Shakur. Yeah. If, Lo, if Loma loses, Loma Shakur is kind of like eh. Yeah, but if Loma wins, there's definitely going to be a uh, some kind of. Um... No, he's out. He's one. This is. I think this is his last fight at 135. Oh really? So I don't think no, there's any rematch. There's no rematch clause. No. What's his name? He doesn't typically uh, like Aram doesn't typically do that. Like I know Cambosis had one in there, but that's just because that was huh. you know that was Cambosis and Debella. Um, yeah, I think I think this is his last fight at one at one thirty five. Unless he really wanted to fight Shakur at the weight, but I think that's a fight that they'll wait for one forty to make at some point. So huh. so we'll see. Uh, yeah, super pumped. Not nothing crazy in the press conference. Both guys. Uh, complimented each other, which I expected. It was interesting, even though I like Bill Haney, but I think I've said it a bunch of times he's kind of a cornball. Um, but it was interesting how he's been. On, he did some YouTube videos, like basically uh, saying Loma going back to the Ukraine's bullshit. Like he's not a war, like he's not doing anything with the war and stuff. I guess trying to like sell the fight. And today, like he was like actually like, he was complimenting him about how great it was, you know how you know admirable it was and stuff. I'm like, God, you're such a phony. <laughs> but I again, I like Bill Haney. He's I mean, a again. phony. He's <laughs> a phony. But yeah, I there's you know, he, your Family Guy reference, Drew. Got it. Boom. Yeah, I I compliment him all the time, but that was fun. Um, yeah, we'll 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 see what we'll see what happens. Uh, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Uh, any other quick notes and news? No. Nothing. Nothing oh. else has happened. We can talk Vir- about this weekend. Yeah, Virgil or Ortiz last weekend and then- out again. So that yeah. was a fight coming no, up. Another weeks delay. Yeah. For the same uh <clears throat> health I still don't know what it is. Raspity, Rap City, something. I don't know. Uh let's talk I, about last let's talk about last last week. Last week. Tight. We're gonna be tight. Tight, tight, tight. Like a tiger. Benavides. Did you end up going back and finding like a bootlegger on YouTube I did. after the I pack? did, but you watched it you watched it live, so you uh I did. you drive. You drive. All right. So and to be clear, I, I guess I forgot you. You so we you put you we each, we each said it would go the distance. You thought Plant would pull it out, and I went Benavides, right? Correct. Okay. So it went it, pretty much. It went to script. The 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 part where you got it right and I got it wrong was I was hoping that Plant would have enough of a motor and enough cardio. Yeah. to keep the game plan up from the first half of the fight into the second half of the fight and then win on points. Um, and I, I was hoping that he would hit Benavidez enough to the body 
where Benavidez wouldn't be able to ha- have a late surge. That didn't happen. What did happen was that uh, Plant started to slow down. He couldn't keep that that uh, all that movement up for 12 rounds, which I got to thinking, like, all the guys we just talked about at 135 do that tremendously. But even, like, there's some heavyweights that do that. Like, Usyk, the, his movement for 12 rounds is just yeah. insane. Like, yeah. like Plant, Plant couldn't do that against Benavidez, what Usyk did to Joshua twice. <laughs> what Usyk did to Joshua twice. Like, that's... If you do think you about think, it that way. And, and Andre and even Ward, Fury does a lot of that too. Yeah, and, well, Andre Ward talks about it all the time. He he's brought this up about Joshua. Do you think that maybe Plants just got way too much like muscle mass, and like just like as the fight goes on and and the, the blood starts to pump, that like it just completely wears you down? Because maybe that's a real because he is like insanely like freakishly jacked. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I I just. I was because yeah, you're had, right. It's, it's interesting that this guy like he just he gasses like that late. I just I was hoping he would have better cardio. I I give Benavidez a ton of credit because like it had to be very frustrating in the first half of the fight with um, uh, Plant just moving all around. I yeah. I thought the broadcast was completely unprofessional. They they were saying, oh look at this football field up there. He's running all around this football field. I'm like, yeah, yeah dude, like. What do you, so you want him just to stand still and take a beating. Like, yeah. shut up. And yeah. then the the clinching in the first half of the fight, again, that's part of the strategy. Now, in the back half of the fight, he's hanging on for dear life. Yeah, yeah the referee has got to, like, get on top of that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but, well, people but, people forget. To, it's, it's, it's funny when Showtime's people do it. Like, Floyd, Floyd clenched all the time. Yes. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so I was very annoyed at everyone complaining about the clinching. My yeah. biggest thing with the clinching that nobody, that nobody brought up is, like, Benavidez. This is, this is my only uh, critique of Benavidez. Like, dude, you're the bigger guy. You're the bigger puncher. Fight out of it, yeah. He did, he, there was zero attempts to push him off and, yeah. and to, like, like back back up a half a step extend the arm and push him out and then you, he's right in range to tee off on like yeah. there was no attempts to be the bully and get him off of him he just kind of like let plant uh clench and was ex- like waiting on the referee to do it for him which normally the referee would that's my only critique of Benavidez again Benavidez I think as we said the feet weren't great but they were better than expected i think i think they were okay um and then he was just you know the hand speed and the power at that weight class is just elite it's really good yeah um so i i thought i I was i was extremely impressed with his patience that he knew that plant was eventually going to have to come to him and get in the pocket and that's when he was going to be able to to hit hit him with some clean shots and do his work which, which he did i was very I, 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 it was awesome, the, the, his patience, and he just fought his game plan, even when Plant was having success with his game plan early. I, I thought that was really good. Um, and then, yeah, that was, that was all she wrote. She made it, made it. Now, I, I heard some people saying, like, oh, Plant's a warrior for going 12. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's tough. As, we, we knew he's tough, but, like, uh. I, you know, it's just, he did what he had to do to survive to go twelve. I, I, I 
you know, kudos to him. That's what you're supposed. To, that's what a veteran. <laughs> that's what a veteran's supposed to do. Like clinch, yeah. move, like. And yeah, with with a lot of a lot of assistance from uh, Kenny Bayless too. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. so. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I don't think there's anything anything too different that I I saw in the fight. Um, yeah, I thought Benavidez early in the fight should have tried to establish a jab a little bit more, just to get the you know to try to. Yeah, try to and make Benavides has good jab numbers per CompuBox, but I, every time I watch him, I I don't it, it doesn't do it for me. Yeah, uh, and with his length, like it should be, it should be more natural, a controlling. It yeah, should, it, exactly. He should, he should be able to control this. Well, and that'll and that would help prevent somebody from getting so many clenches exactly. in there because once they come in, pop clenches like, uh, and from moving because because yeah. you just step to the side and throw a jab and keep him in front of you and he just. <laughs> It's it's I don't know why like he has like I said he has really good jab numbers but yeah it's not it's not an effective if you ask me yeah I got gotcha. you um yeah I mean I think I think you hit I think you hit everything uh on the head there um and yeah you know, and again like I, I it went exactly how I thought it was gonna go I just thought again I. I thought he'd, I thought he'd work, work the head. You know, I don't, I don't think he really did too much. I, I get it. Yeah, you know, I also thought he could have worked a little bit more on, on the body, um, in those middle rounds. Both guys, I thought, yeah. You know, um, but that's not, that's just that's not what Benavides does. You know, he's, he just, he's gonna throw those combos and try to just wear you down. Um, had, did that, did that fight, uh, change? I, I, I actually, I like this post interview too. Um, yeah. Because yeah, it, because it's weird. Because I guess I guess I guess I've been playing. Like I didn't know if that was composed. just. Yeah, I didn't know if like the whole plant plant thing was just like you know they beefed it up to try to sell the fight or or what um what have you. But you know when when the Canelo subject at the end came up came up, it was you know I'm not you know he basically was like I'm not I'm not begging for a Canelo fight. I'm not saying Canelo's ducking me, but. You know, I know he. I know he's got a lot of options, but yeah, you know, it said is Canelo he, uh, ducking you? He said no, he's not ducking me. He has options, and yeah. he's like, you know, I want the fight. He's got to do what's best for him. Yeah, and he and he was like, but I, you know, he's like, uh, he's like, I've I've earned I've earned the I've earned the right for Canelo to give me the shot at the belts, which I mean, I, and, I, and when you put it that way, like that's yeah, I mean, he's not wrong, and you know, I. And, you know we're Canelo fans. You know, I mean, we're not, you know, we're not. I don't think we're super Canelo fans, but we both enjoy watching him, watching him fight. I mean, he is to me still the face of boxing despite the loss. I, I will be annoyed with him. Like it seems based on the Canelo interview uh, the other day, like they're they're eyeing this Bivolry match in September. I, I that does annoy me because he he's got a, he should be stripped of some of the belts, which shouldn't even be that big of a deal because he already won them. But like you're gonna fight, you're gonna fight your mandatory and John Ryder in May. Like you're gonna hold up the entire division for basically a year because you're gonna fight. If you're gonna fight Bivol at 175 in September, you're probably not gonna fight again until May. So an entire year is gonna go by where the 168 titles weren't defended, and because it's Canelo, a sanctioning body won't dare mandate him to have to fight earlier against any of those guys. So that's that's. That's just a little bit that that'll that'll annoy me with um with Canelo because I do think Bivol he'll fight Bivol again in September which is just stupid. I, I don't think he fights Bivol in September. Oh shoot! You want, we should we should put some we should put something on that. Um, I I think unless unless something crazy happens, I think I think the Benavides fight gets made. I that's to me that's the best fight for business because you know I would 
I would get. I think every, I'm not. You know, that's not rocket science. I think every boxing pundit has said this. I get him now before he gets more big fight experience because that's the one edge that Canelo will have because this because this plant fight was really his first big fight. Like like pay per view headline. Yeah. You know, once he starts getting getting comfortable with that. You know, then then he then he becomes really dangerous. I mean, he's he's a dangerous guy with Canelo because of his power now. But you know, I think once he gets more comfortable with those things, you know, he can work on some more stuff. Like go for him now. It's a big again, it's a big payday. It'll be interesting. And again, I always bring it back to Twitter trolls. But that fight should be on the that fight. All the all the peak because he's PBC Benavides, right? I assume yeah. that every um, every PBC person will agree that fight should be on the zone. Because Canelo is obviously the A side, and he's got all the belts. Why? Why not? How could you even say it should be on Showtime pay per view? That'll be. Uh, I'm sure that tune will change. Uh, so, um, well, Canelo fall with play. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, you know what has been super annoying too? All the PBC fans, like they, they're afraid of the comparison of. Oh, Canelo knocked out a younger plant, and and Benavidez couldn't knock out an older plant, and and so they're saying, oh well, Plant was obviously better now because he had the Canelo <laughs> experience, and also he would have knocked him out if it wasn't for Bayless, so it should almost count like a knockout anyway. And I'm just like, ah, uh, like the PBC fans are just just remain undefeated. It's weird. Yeah, I was I was I was messing with one today that was. Uh... Or he, I, I, it just it showed up my feed because I followed Lou DiBella. Uh, the guy was cri- basically criticizing Haney, saying that Haney, Haney has hasn't uh, he's made a bunch of t- bad decisions in trying to promote himself, and effectively said that Loma fighting for free on ESPN was terrible and why like he's not a draw and he would have been exposed. And I'm just I'm reading these tweets. I'm like. What is going on? And then I, as I scroll down, I'm like, oh, this is like a PBC fanboy, because he goes, yeah, if you're if you're 147, 140, or 135, you need to sign with PBC because that's where all the smoke is. And I'm like, what? I was like, yeah. I, I was like, I was, I responded. It was so funny. I was like, aside from Tank and Wilder, does anybody, does anybody outside of hardcores even know anybody on the PBC roster? Like, Probably no. I was like, I was like, I was like. I was like, that's so dumb. Like, because he was criticizing Devin on the zone. I'm like, Ryan Garcia's on the zone, and this dude again. This dude's in com- Gatorade commercials with Damian Lillard. That's he was in the yeah, dude. He's in the NFL. He's in NFL commercials. Like, and Anthony Joshua's at the zone. He's the biggest cash cow, and so is Canelo. Like, Canelo's a cash cow. I'm like, what are you talking about? The other reason why Tank is is bigger than Devin is just because Tank is his style. Tank knocks motherfuckers out, and he got the Mayweather rub. Like that's yeah. like if Devin was a PBC, like not only would they not have, would he not have still fought Tank, but like he'd be he'd be you know Charlo one fifty four. He's what Charlo Charlo is their most decorated champion, and no one even knows who the hell he is. And the guy's excuse for that was, oh, well, that's because he doesn't have uh, the opponents to uh, to raise his profile. I'm like, blah blah blah. I was like, what? <laughs> um. All right. Anyway, real, qu- real quick before we talk about some other stuff. You have a quick skinny on Benavidez Canelo if they were to fight. Do you care to go there? I I still would favor Canelo because I think that um I think defensively 
he I think defensively he'd be able to avoid a lot of those shots from Benavides. And I think that Canelo's power going to the body would neutralize him as well. Uh, I think it'd be a I don't think he stops Benavides by any stretch, but I think he I think he'd probably win like a 116-112. So the question marks I have on both sides without picking a winner. Um, Canelo's footwork has been slowing down in recent fights, and I think that plays into Benavidez's favor. I think, again, Agreed. if you get on your toes more to fight Benavidez and, and exploit one of his weaknesses. Uh, another question mark. Benavidez really hasn't felt anybody with Canelo's power, so yeah. he got hit with some of Canelo's shots. How how would he react? You know? Or even and and to me even more importantly than that I mean def- again defensively he hasn't uh, he hasn't fought anybody in Canelo's uh, class. Yeah, and then um, and then conversely, if Canelo's not going to move his feet and he's going to stand in range for Benavidez, um, you know if he gets hit with combos like we kind of saw him go up against a bigger guy in Bivol and you know, kind of get worn down a little bit. So would, would Benavidez be able to do that to Canelo is, is the question. So that's kind of my thoughts going into it. But we'll, I'll, we'll wait for it to actually, like, come to fruition before we start actually breaking it down. Um, okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Any – I think that's it for the weekend. I, I, I want to keep moving on. I, I, I could make comments about Colbert, but let's just move on. Yeah, who cares? Uh, this All weekend, right. Anthony Joshua is back. Uh, he's fighting Jermaine Franklin, the new dawn of Anthony Joshua. I love it, the new dawn of Anthony Joshua. Um, I wouldn't say. Listen, I I wouldn't say this is a tune-up fight. Like Jermaine Franklin, he's choice. He's twenty-one and one. Uh, I thought he beat Dillian White in his last outing. He lost a majority decision. Uh, he's got 13 knockouts. Like AJ, this I mean AJ should should win this fight. Uh, I think he should. I think he should knock him out. Uh, you know his first fight with Derek James as the head trainer. Um, I do think he's going to win by knockout in in this fight. I'm just curious to see if he if if there's any any hesitation for AJ just to seek and destroy this guy because that's kind of been the knock on him. You know since the Klitschko fight. That you know he doesn't trust his chin, so he doesn't you know he he's not he doesn't stalk down his prey and go in for the kill, um, which is what made him made him great, and made him a three you know a a three belt uh, unified heavyweight champion. Um, uh, it's Saturday so, afternoon, the zone. Uh, if you have the zone description, it's not pay per view, nor sh- should it be. Um, so he's minus twelve hundred. Yeah. Over under rounds is seven and a half. Ooh, I'm okay. I guess we're not asking me anymore. Sure. Well, it's not a big fight, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Joshua to win by KO is minus three thirty. Okay. So, um, to your point, you're expecting a knockout. So is the rest of the world. Yeah, I'll play. And I'm, and listen, I'm, I'm a. That's I'm, the big question. Is 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 kind of like does he does he just like let Franklin stick around or does he kind of knock him down and get him out of there. Yeah, and like it's his it's his third trainer in as many fights. So, you know, he had a team for, you know, his for 25 out of 20 20 25 out of his 27 fight or yeah, 20 or sorry, 
26 out of 27 fights. He brought in Ryan Garcia for the Usyk fight. Um, I still don't know what, what went south there, but, um, you know, he, he, he teams up with Derek, 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 Derek James. Uh, he trained in the U S and Texas for this. He got out of the UK. Um, so we'll see what happens. Again, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bigger AJ fan than a lot of, a lot of people we know. I, I just think I, I just really, I just really like him. I think he fights. He's, he's never ducked anybody. He's always fought the the best guys. He's respected his mandatories when he's had to, but been willing to make big fights. Um, and I think if he wins, I think the plan was for him to fight Dillian White next in the summer. Uh, I think if he, I think if he wins, we see Fury AJ next. Really? Where's Fury? Where's Fury go from here? I do you really think Fury's gonna fight? Uh, Who said? He, yeah. Well, no, not well. Maybe eventually, but you, he's got to fight somebody in between. Is he gonna go? Is he gonna not fight? Well, I think, I think he fights Usyk next. So you think he doesn't? Well, Usyk's gonna fight uh, Dubois. At some that, point here in the next couple of months. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, that's gonna happen. As long as his as long as his uh, medical gets clear, because he had sprained his uh, ACL, and Usyk Usyk's team said like they need they need like independent doctors to approve that because they're not gonna do a whole training camp, waste um, six weeks, and then a week before the fight have him pull out because of his of his knee. But like he's gonna fight somebody. Like the whole th- we all, I, you, you know, you you brought up a great point. You think Fury probably got terrified, got just spooked because Usyk was a madman and wasn't scared of him, and he wants a real wants to actually be ready for this fight and in shape. So he's got to fight somebody. He's floated Joy Joyce out. You really think he's gonna fight Joe, Joe Joyce? I don't think he's fighting Joe Joyce. Mm, I I don't know. You think he beats Joe Joyce? Yeah. I I I wonder. I think he probably would too. On the cards, I don't think he would knock him out. I I don't think there's. I think I think, yeah, uh, yeah. He beats Joe Joyce. So I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, I I I I probably agree. But I just that's a like he's gonna get hit by Joe. Like I don't know. I wouldn't. That's not that's not the that's not the fight. I would I would uh, I would want to tune up with before Usyk if that actually were to happen. So I I think AJ is the only place to go. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Jinx, buy me a Coke. Wow, cool. All uh, right. Um, other fight this weekend. Robesy, your boy. Robes yeah, baby. Ramirez versus Dog Bay. Uh, yeah. If if that fight doesn't scream over, uh, then I don't know what does. What's the What's the over under? Nine and a half. Uh, I'll look it up now. But um, um, wh- how many rounds is it? Do you know? That's for a world title, so twelve. Uh, it's got to be ten and a half. Um, Fantastic Four. <laughs> oh yeah, Joe Joette is uh, fighting this weekend too. Joette Gonzalez. Yeah. Uh, Rosie uh, over under is ten and a half. The over is minus one forty five. Is it is it ten and a half? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I didn't I didn't realize Dog Bay's only two losses were to Navarrete back to back. Yeah, I thought. Uh, he didn't fight Loma? Dog Dabe? No. Oh, shoot. No. Um, yeah, Dog Bay's barely lost. And he's kind of, he's, he's tried to, like, reestablish himself after the Navarrete. Oh, yeah, yeah. I watched, they did a, I was, I was surprised they did a blood, sweat, and tears for this fight. I was very surprised. Uh, it was, it was interesting, though. Just learning about, uh, I didn't, I didn't realize, I didn't realize, uh, Rosby was a, a Cuban defect, defector. 
Um, oh, okay. So Robesy's uh, minus seven fifty. Dog base plus four seventy five. I'm surprised. I'm surprised it's that. It's that big. Uh, I'm not. Of a gap. Dog Bay is the equivalent of Jojo Diaz. Okay. It's fair. Um, yeah, I mean, I love me some some Rosie, but I'm just surprised. After, uh, you know, he uh, – oh, whatever. I mean, it was his first professional fight. I think that's then, always that's always kind of a question mark, you know. Is he is he take, <clears throat> is he has he taken a is he taking a fight seriously? Yeah. So, but then, yeah, I, I I I think I I actually think he's gonna win by knockout. Do you? I do. Yeah, I think I, I think I think he gets a stoppage. Maybe maybe it'll be a corner stoppage. Maybe I think he I think Dog Bay's too too he like, uh, Navarrete didn't knock him out, did he? Yeah, the second time. Second time he did. Yeah. yeah. See, I. Well, the cor- the corner stopped it. Yeah, I, I just think Dog Bay is too slick. Okay. Um. All right, the fight that I'm worried about, interested in, concerned with. Uh oh. Roy Jones Jr. Oh yeah, God is fighting Anthony Pettis, fifty-four year old versus thirty-eight year old. He's fighting Pettis. in Russia. No, this is in Milwaukee. Oh. Um. Now there, there's no props or anything, but it's just betting line. Who do you think is the favorite in that fight? Roy Jones Jr. By how much? Plus seven fifty. He's minus three thirty. I mean, I mean minus seven fifty. Yeah, minus three thirty. Okay. Pettis is plus two forty-five. I I'm I'm concerned. I wonder how much. I, I never know how accurate these things are when you Google someone's net worth. Because like I, it's, I was. It's an eight-round fight, by the way. I was, I was so interested in what um, Roy Jones's net worth was, because I'm like, I guess he needs money. He, he's, his net worth is like fifty million dollars. That's probably right. So it's like, why, why are you do like? He must just love the fight, man. Like, and this is like, a, this is like, this is like a professional fight, right? Like, this isn't an exhibition. It, it is not an exhibition. It's a real fight. This is a professional fight. His, so his like... last real fight was five years ago when he was forty-nine years old. <laughs> oh man, oh Roy, be be safe, Roy. Y'all must have forgot. And then obviously, what in, during the pandemic he had uh, the Mike Tyson. Uh... Yeah, I wonder if he's selling. I wonder if he's selling some merch. I'll go buy a T-shirt. I would. <laughs> I, I think I think I'm gonna try and buy the fight. Quite frankly, <laughs> you're you're crazy, man. I just I just love Roy. I do too. I do um, too. You should right. grab uh you should grab some of his uh Roots of Fight uh merch. It's pretty it's pretty good stuff. I should. Yeah, there's some good stuff on there. All right, I think that's all the boxing to cover. Yeah. I feel yeah. like we flew through that and we're at 35 minutes. <laughs> it's, it's just crazy. Maybe our, yeah, it's just crazy, man. So it's much crazy. boxing, so much. It's all right. Um, it's all right. When uh, we're when we're when we're when we're headlining the Ringer uh, the Ringer podcast for uh, for combat sports, it'll it'll be worth it. All right. <laughs> Are you ready for this, Drew? Always ready for this. It's our annual half-assed MLB yes. preview show. Let's do it. Oh baby! Opening day was today. We're recording on Thursday night. Whew. I had my. It didn't. It didn't take more than the first game for uh, my Ron Burgundy. That really that escalated quickly for the Phillies. <laughs> oh, you know what? I had all of the uh, MLB odds, but I'm wondering, like all the futures. I'm wondering if they took them away from me since the first game was played. 
And I'm going to be so pissed if they did. That's why I got to screenshot that shit, bro. I know I didn't. I was like, ah, I don't want to. Oh, no, here. We, we still got them all. Good. Good. Okay. Uh, let's go division by division. Okay. Pick a winner. This is what we're going to do. Division by division, World Series, MVP, Cy Young. Okay. <coughs> excuse me. Oh, yeah, excuse me. And then any any other random thoughts. Okay. All right. Start with the one and only, the NL East. Let's go. Um, I'm going to cautiously pick the Phillies. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, last week, uh, Reese Hoskins tore his ACL, so he's going to be out for the year, which is a big bummer. Not great. Um. On a plus side, well, that's and that was a days before they announced they were going to put Harper on the sixty-day DL, which means he could be back earlier than expected. Um, that's I, I'm, I'm hesitant to pick them only because they don't have you know they got to figure out this Hoskins thing on the fly. They're not going to have Harper for probably the first two months of the season, and there's still some question marks in their starting pitching, especially with the pitch clock, but. I feel good. Trey Turner, the cat, the new Captain America of Major League Baseball, is on my team. So uh, I'm going to take the fills. Okay. Um, the Phillies are plus 425 in the division. I'm going to take the Braves. My, they're, they're minus 105. Get off my podcast. I'm sorry. Fuck them. They suck. I, fa- I failed you. It's okay. Um. Yeah, I don't know. That's just that's just what I'm going with. Yeah, I mean they're the trendy. Pit. I mean, I, I mean, I mean they're a good team, so it's, I wouldn't say it's trendy. I think, but I, think, most... I think everyone thinks about the uh, hitting, but I think the the pitching yeah. is just as good. Yeah, well they're um they're number one. Who I always his name just escapes me. Um, he he got uh, banged up today, as the Verlander is already not pitching. Like I, I I do like I like the Mets. Um, I just think like you're putting. You're putting a lot of hope that Verlander and Scherzer are going to be able to stay healthy the majority of the season, and they already and they lost um, they lost trumpets in the World Baseball Classic for the season. Yep. So, and again, now you know, that's something they got to figure out on on the fly. So, yeah, Braves are probably the safe pick. Yeah, that's what I'm just going safe. Okay, and, and I'm going in no particular order. I'm just go, scrolling down my app. A L East. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a Jordan favorite. I'm gonna go with the Blue Jays. Nice. I like it. Um I feel like the I feel like I feel like the Yankees are gonna take a little bit of a step back in the regular season this year, whether it's just like the pace or the tone. I I don't know. And maybe that's just silly. Maybe that's like uh, MLB or like an NBA influence on me of not taking the regular season as serious because when they get in the postseason, they just seem to, you know, flutter at the end. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think the Blue Jays are going to be motivated after blowing the playoffs last year. Uh, and I just, I think, I think they have a, a solid, a solid roster. Yeah. Agreed. Um, you know who I just uh, I'm not even, I'm not even going there, um, but everything you said about Yankees and Blue Jays, yes, but the Tampa Bay Rays, I love it. They're gonna be right there. 
I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take. They're and a wild here, card team for me. Here, well, here's the X factor for me, for them. Okay. Wander Franco. He, he was, he was the best thing since sliced bread, right? And then kind of came up and last year and was just kind of one of the guys. Okay. So if if he can be uh, like a true MVP caliber player, he had a home run today, opening day. Oh wow. But at shortstop, if you can get him to be one of those like true MVP shortstops at 22 years old, uh, th- I mean, at that point, I think your whole your your whole lineup it looks completely different. I mean, they still have Shane McClanahan, who was just an unbelievable boss last year. So, uh, like, I- I'm gonna I'm I I don't have the balls to actually pick the Rays. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh, Blue Jays, but if Wander Franco comes on, like the Rays could win that division and make it and and like make it look like obvious. All right, next. So my man, my man, I was trying to figure this out. My man, Arenz Arena. Baseball contracts, I just never understand them. Like it says, he signed a one-year, four four point one million dollar deal, guaranteed with an annual base uh, in twenty twenty three. But then it says he's not a free agent until twenty twenty seven. Couple years. There's a couple years of arbitration. All right, gotcha. So you you get like your rookie deal, and then they go to an arbiter. Like they're still under team control, but it's like, hey, we'll pay you X, and the player's right. like, mm, no, you pay me Y, and then it's like, well, okay, go to arbitration, and the judge is like. The, the judge can't pick his own number. The judge has to pick one or the other. Okay. Gotcha. Um, and, and then yeah, you, I like, you do like two or three years of that. I like I, I, I like the spunk they play with when they're a wild card team. So I'm going to I'm gonna say they get a wild card bid. Okay. Um, that's cool. NL West. Dodgers, Padres, everyone else. Uh, yeah. Dodgers, I mean – Oh, by the way, I think the Orioles are like fun competitive. Not not necessarily for the playoffs, yeah. but they're 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 on the rise. Anyway, yeah. NL West. Uh yeah. I mean Dodgers. Like I I mean I mean they're, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna shit the bed in the playoffs like they always do when it's not a bubble, but I just think they still have the best Tatis they have the best is, Tatis is still um suspended for like twenty ish games. Um but yeah, they'll be. I mean, they'll. It'll. I think it'll be a back and forth all year with them. You know, I think they'll. I, I think that'll come down to the last month of the season. Like, I think they'll be within three, four games of each other most of the year. I, I just doubt the Dodgers have too much talent. Um, I'm gonna say, yeah. I'm. But I'll tell you what. Another, another one. If Juan Soto can play at an MVP level, I think it'll be better. They, they might actually like if if Tatis and Juan Soto both play MVP level at the same time. They they can overtake the Dodgers, and and oh by the way Blake Snell who they traded for who has never lived up to anything since going out there, if he could regain his form, who's that? That's the dude for the Rays who had won the Cy Young and then the Rays traded him to San Diego and he hasn't done anything since then. He was the guy who was like, who like held out for more money and he was like, bro, I gotta get mine, bro. You don't remember that guy? Yeah. Lefty. Well, I I was I was joking because wasn't he the guy that they decided not to put in to face Bryce Harper? Oh maybe yeah I don't know. <laughs> I'm kidding, kidding. Uh, yeah, two stars to the team, and I uh, Machado Machado rubs me all the wrong ways. Ooh, title Machado rubs me all the wrong ways. Love that. 
Ah <laughs> uh, man, I forgot that. Yeah, they even have Machado. Yeah, they 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 could. They after, could he opt, after he opted, after he after uh, he, you know, opted out and then signed the, uh, or restructured for another like fucking fifty year contract or whatever. Just maybe be like, I'm glad. Thank God we picked Bryce Harper and not that prima donna. NL Central. You go first because you're not gonna like what I have to say. It's it's got to be the Cardinals all the way. Goldie and Arenado were just monsters last year. Plus, the Cardinals just always bring up another wave of, of players. Yeah, but they lost. They lost the heart. They lost their Mike. Who? The catcher. Oh. Yeah, but he was he was bad last year. Doesn't matter. Guy was the heart. Now 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 they're all just a You're bunch of softies. You're the heart. Yeah, now they're all just a bunch of softies. Nah, I'm gonna they, say they, it. They're gonna be better. I'm what? gonna say it. Pittsburgh Pirates are going to win the division. Okay. The Pittsburgh Pirates are plus 3,000 to win the division. Let's like throw it. a five-ski on that. Okay. What makes you say that? Um, I just got a feeling, J.O. You, you like our, our fifth starter, Vince Velasquez. I, uh, I, do, I know that guy very well. Um, <laughs> I know. That's why I said it. I, I felt it in my bones when I was walking, walking in the alleys. Felt it in of, your plums. Uh, when I was Deep walking. down there. As I walked in the <laughs> in the summer, as I walked through the valleys of PNC Park, over the bridge by the by the waters, I just felt it that this was the year. Yeah, like, nah, we don't have the pitching. What what's the line? You don't have the. You are, you are outgunned, outgunned and outmanned. Hour yeah, hour forty five, no problem. <laughs> I like the Pirates. Um, yeah, not yet. Uh, A L Central. Um, I don't want to say the stupid name because I still can't believe it's a thing. The Guardians. Cle- Cleveland. Cleveland's gonna win the division again. I'm gonna take the Twins. Twinsies. I- I- Last year I picked the Tigers to be competitive. Correct. 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 330 million dollar knees not going to give out <laughs> no i just i don't know why i just I, I i i don't have it in me to pick the guardians because i'm like they can't just keep being competitive every year with like duct tape but then they do so i'm just going to pick the twins that i feel like that's the most underwhelming division in baseball like it just every never year. has any it has never has any juice every year right every year every yep. year every year all right, and last but not least, the AL West. <laughs> Definitely not the Angels or Rangers I, or the Athletics. I didn't I how crazy is that they're uh they're like the third they have the third longest playoff drought in professional sports. It's amazing. <laughs> That's insane. Um <laughs> they're the third favorite in their division. They're plus 750 to win. I mean, yeah, I mean, I it's I, there's zero reason not to pick the Astros. Yep. The Astros are the biggest favorite in any division, minus 175. So yeah, it makes the sense. Astros all the way. Even without, say, though, even, even without Tuve getting hurt. I will say, um, I'm going to have my eyes on the Mariners. Yeah. Uh, they, they have a lot of, lot of young guys that are awesome. Another, another team that uh, gave, away, gave away a playoff series last year. Particularly, yeah, uh, Julio Rodriguez, uh, 
awesome player. So I really fell in love with him in the home run derby, which usually doesn't happen for me. But what I mean, just what a player. I fell in love with you at a home run derby. I fell in love with you with the boxcar derby. <sighs> love it. Um, oh, hey, Zion's laughing on the bench. Yeah, that's cool. It's the most action you've you've gotten in in three years since Ghost Prom Night. <laughs> God. Goff Goff was more active on prom night than Zion's been his entire NBA career. That's really that's saying a, something. That's, that's a low bar. That's saying that's saying something. Um, okay, so the playoff teams. We, Zion Williamson is the go for the NBA. How about that? Who'd have thunk uh, it? Um, not I said the little redhead. <laughs> All right, so I, my AL playoff teams I have. The Blue Jays winning the division. I have the Twins winning the division. I have the Astros. So then, how, how many wild card teams are there now? Two, three. Is it four? Four. I, mean, I thought seven teams. No, no, six teams make it. I, I'm, I get it. I'm getting it confused with the NFL. <laughs> I think six teams get in now. Three wild cards. Okay. I think it's three wild cards again. This is our ha- this is yeah. our t- TM half ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's the three division winners, three wild cards. The first two teams get buys, and then they play a three game series now. <clears> and then okay. they play a three. The other four have to play a three game series. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, my yeah. so my AL wild cards are the Mariners, um, the Yankees, and the Rays. Okay, uh, I've got Toronto winning the division. I've got Cleveland winning division, and I've got Houston winning the division. My wild card teams are the Seattle Mariners, the Tampa Bay Rays, and the New York Yankees. Yeah, we're pretty much the same. NL, I got the Braves winning the division. I got the Dodgers winning the division. Or did I say Padres? I'll say I'll say Padres. And then I got the Cardinals winning the division. So then I got the Dodgers in a in a wild card. I got the Phillies in a wild card. And uh, I got the Dodgers, Phillies, and I'll say the Mets. Okay. They, uh, uh, the Mets scrape in there, I'll say. All right. I got the Phillies. Pirates and Dodgers winning the division. I have the Padres, the Braves, and the Mets. I basically the exact same teams that made it last year. Or no, well, Pittsburgh swapping out Pittsburgh and St. Louis. Okay. Um, World Series. World Series. Be the same. Be the same. Be the same. Be the same. I will go with um, the Phillies. Yes. Win that, John. The Tampa Bay Rays. Yes. Oh, Same Z's. <laughs> I just said it because I knew you, you were going to say that. <laughs> A Renz Arena, Bryce Harper. Let's now, go. Can I say what I was really actually going to say? No, that's what you were really going to say. I was going to say. I'm going to say Padres and the Mariners because that's what I do. Oh, can I say that though? Go ahead, say it. Padres and Mariners. Oh man, do I? I do. You're so predictable. Um, so predictable. 
You know, you, actually, you know who I'm really going to take? The Dodgers. Oh. oh, yeah? Okay. <laughs> Dodgers, Yankees. <clears throat> For, oh, man. That, 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 oh. that fan base needs a win. The Yankees. Yeah, but honestly, Phillies, Phillies race. Yeah, let's do that. Let's, let's roll. Let's do it. The that's official, rad. That's the official two beer. Now, that's, that's what we should throw a five ski on, that parlay. All right, throw a five ski on it. Let's do it. The Phillies are eight, plus 1,800. The Rays are plus 1,900. Let's go. Um, oh, here we go. Wait, league winner. So, if I do the Phillies plus 900 coming out of the NL and the Rays plus 900 out of the AL, and if we parlay that together, ipso facto, five five bucks pays out five hundred. Pays out how much? <laughs> All right, sweet. All how right, much sweet. does that pay out? Five bucks pays five hundred. Let's go. Easy how, money. How? Who do you have winning the World Series? Finish the fight, Philadelphia Phillies. I have the Rays. I wouldn't be mad. Yeah, I actually I would. I I my soul still is crumbled from the Phillies losing. Um, I'm gonna pick the Rays to win the World Series. Nice. Now, again, things that uh, and here let you know what let's just get to uh, uh the awards. Where's where's the awards? Awards awards. Um, but. Who do you have for MVP? And and I think this is going to be a, an extremely interesting year. Um, MVP race. AL and NL. I mean, well, I mean, Arenzo Arena obviously is going to win in the AL. That's not even debatable. Um, he's he's plus one hundred thousand. <laughs> so Atani. Um, <laughs> uh, probably Atani. Did they give it to Atani last year or Judge? I think they gave it to Judge. They gave it to Judge? Uh, I mean, that's fair. Uh, I think Atani will get it this year in the I don't AL. even remember. Hold on. 2022 AL MVP. I think they did give it to Judge. Yeah, it was Judge. I think, uh, I think uh, what do you call it? Um, what's his face? Oh, my God. Who's six? Jesus. I think Roger Maris's kid would have uh, burnt down Yankee Stadium if they didn't give it to Judge. Um yeah, I, th- I think Atani will get it. I think he's got a lot of he's got. Even though they probably won't be competitive in the playoffs, I think he's got a lot of steam after the World Baseball Classic. That I think he'll he'll um, he'll ride into the season, and I think uh, I think he'll he'll na- he'll nab it. Um. Yeah, there's that. I'm I'm wondering if he gets injured though eventually. Um. The guys I got my eye on is the young guys, Julio Rodriguez and Vlad Guerrero. Um, to me, both those guys, both those guys are uh, super interesting to see if they if they can turn it on. And then on the NL side, uh, Juan Soto, again, like I said, and um, who was the other one I was looking at? I forget. My NL, I was actually, I was like, since you said it, I, I, I was gonna be i was gonna be uh tricky and go soto but uh i'm gonna go trey turner captain america so uh two things go octani's plus 190 on the okay. al side 
Yeah. So he- heavy favorite. Yeah. I'm going to go um, Vlad Guerrero Jr. just, just for funsies. He's okay. plus 1,200. Um, and then on the NL side, yeah, Juan Soto's plus 550. Trey Turner's plus 800. Acuna Jr.'s plus 850. I, um... Man, Juan Soto's the sexy pick, man. He, he, I I agree. I was gonna say Soto until you said it, and I was like, I don't want to have the same guy. Nah, I'm. I'll, I'll go. Uh, I'll go Trey Turner with you as well. Yes. Now, now you're probably gonna hate hate me because I'm gonna jinx it. Um, and then Cy Young. Who are you thinking? Uh. I'm gonna say Garrett Cole actually steps up this year. I was just... thinking the same thing. It's weird that we're on the same weight. Yeah, weight. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say he, he's got a lot to prove, man. After they got beasted out by by Houston again last year, I'm gonna go Garrett Cole. I like that pick a lot. I'm actually gonna stick with the Rays and go Shane McClanahan. Ooh, okay. I, I think I think last year he he was. Uh, did he actually win it last year? Did the button go with the sweater? Oh, Cy Young. Oh, no, Verlander, duh. Um, I- I'm going to go McClanahan because McClanahan was right there until the end, but I think people actually know him this year. I know him. <laughs> um, I have I have no idea in the NOL. I don't even know. Who are the favorites? Hey, Who are the De- betting favorites? DeGrom is the favorite in the AL, plus 550. Garrett Cole is plus 650. McClanahan's like eighth down there, plus 1,200. Yeah. Well, what about the NL? I, I, I don't even I, – I, I couldn't even throw a name out there that I think is going to separate himself. Sandy Alcantara. Um, okay. And then Corbin Burns. Alcantara is plus 450. Burns is plus 550. Then you got the Mets guys, 600 and 800. Verlander mm. and Scherzer. Mm. Um, I'll go Max Freed for the Braves. I like that one, plus 1,000. Yeah, that's solid. Solid pick. Um. Yeah, I'll do it too. I do like their they they do have a really good pitching staff. I like that. Okay. Um, does that conclude negotiations on our half-assed MLB preview? I think so. PM? I think PM. so. Well, uh, talk 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 to you again at uh, home run derby time. And, and I'll, I'm going to say this too. I I I. I re- I put an asterisk on this because I don't know how this how the throwing over to to first base thing's gonna work Kevin out. Kevin McCastrix. But I think that all everything they've done here with the rules actually works out, and the games are actually like fun to watch again. Make baseball fun again. Which I did nothing but complain about it when they announced it, but now watching the games, I'm like, this this feels like baseball again. So I don't know. We're just gonna go with that. Um, all right, Drew, we're 58 in NB- NBA and NHL. I don't care about the NBA anymore. No, oh, you're, you're with me now. I don't care. Yeah, I, I, I broke They're getting last. fans thrown out for, like, saying their name. I, I broke it. Last, last week broke me in general where I'm just watching. I, you know, there's two games where the officials were clearly – like the NBA just clearly wants the Warriors and the Lakers in the in the play and in the playoffs, and there were just two awfully officiated games. And I'm like, like this is insane. Like they've expanded this to like try to get ten teams in, which is already like, what are we doing? And like these teams aren't good enough to definitely like be in at this point. So now we've got to like 
let's 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 biasly call these games and make sure we get it's just so dumb man. like nobody's gonna watch this shit anyway and then um then yeah Kyrie gets another Kyrie gets a fan out again i'm like what are you what are you doing and uh like maybe you should focus on the fucking game maybe your team wouldn't be 11th uh and then joel not playing against um not playing in the denver game uh monday after like an article came out where he basically like you know crapped on Jokic, i thought was just weak sauce so um so i always joke our one buddy that we always talk that we that tries to get us to talk nba more even though i've now like passed out on that like you can you can criticize guys you like like it's okay like joel's joel needs to win micah grace's back because i thought that was just fucking soft yeah Charmin. Charmin soft yeah it's dead to me though i don't i could care less um and then Fine. nhl real quick okay um uh, what, did you have something to say I was going to say, we're going to touch on the Final Four real quick. Oh, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Um, We'll do your NHL thing. NHL, um, Penguins are clawing for the final playoff spot. Uh, Florida's nipping at the heels. Penguins have a game in hand. That's very interesting. The winner gets Boston, who is up to 121 points. 80 winning percentage. 800 winning percentage. Good Lord. Like, what a juggernaut. Good Lord. So, but the th- the weird thing is the Penguins have to play so good now, just to make the playoffs that they're actually like they're actually like playing well. It's kind of kind of weird. So, um, keep you know obviously keeping an eye on that. Uh, and then same thing kind of going on over on the West. I mean, Winnipeg, Calgary, and Nashville are separated by two, one or two or three points for the final playoff spot. So we got like week and a half left basically like like seven eight games so um you know that's it's coming down to the stretch which didn't really happen a lot the last year or two so fun fun times um all right what you got drew you there uh oh yeah yeah final four i thought i lost you i was like what i was like son of a bitch Fantastic Four, Fantastic Four, small amount of peas. Uh, Final Four, man. Uh, UConn, Miami, Florida Atlantic University, and San Diego State. Did you pick three out of the four on the repick? No, you picked two out of four. Yeah, and only I think I and I had I think I was the only. Uh, the only person with a Final Four team from our original, uh, with me and Tori, our original uh, picks in San Diego State. Okay, uh, yeah. Pretty wild last week. And my only thoughts on the Elite Eight is it just how mentally tough some teams were and how some teams just completely folded in crunch time. Um, Florida, I mean, Kansas State looks so good. And you know, I guess the you know we talked about the Sweet Sixteen. Some of the bad, as good as uh, Noel was, Novell, however you say his name, like some of his shot selection was just like baffling, and that that kind of leaked its head. Like when Florida Atlantic went down like seven late in that game, and then came back and yeah. won. Like wow, I I can't believe I just I that was that was that was more stunning to me than UConn beating Gonzaga by like forty five points. We have so much sports to watch on on Saturday. It's gonna be nuts. Yeah, and then my like Texas being in full control of that game against Miami and completely imploding. Like I I, just, I can't believe Miami beat like Texas was like the the They're to like me 13. the 
Yeah, like to me, Texas was the deepest and just fundamentally sound team. Like I just, I, I don't, I have no idea. I can't. I, I just, I can't. I, I, San Diego State doesn't shock me because I said I picked them in the Final Four because yeah, they got a lot of a lot of a lot of older players. You know, they don't get rattled. Um, they play like you know, they play an ugly. You know, Goff always calls it. You know, embrace the rock fight. Like that's how they play. And that's just a tough style to deal with. And they, you know, it like they're just going to be in close games. And can they make enough plays? And that's that's exactly what they did against Creighton. Obviously, that was probably the most controversial game with the late foul call, which I still think it was appropriate. Um, and just bad luck because the guy, the, like the one ref who happened to be in the line of sight, there was just like, there was a player on Creighton that if he would have been standing like an inch to the left, that referee doesn't even see the defender's hand like pushing yeah. um the San Diego State player to, like towards away from the basket. Like he just there's no way he could have saw it. And it was just bad you know, like I said, just bad luck. Um But yeah, I uh I think I picked UConn to win last week. Uh, I think they just they just look they've looked tremendous the entire tournament. I mean they haven't lost a they haven't lost a game to a non Big East team all season. I don't think that starts now. I, I, I just I can't believe in Miami. I just can't. I refuse to believe in the Miami Hurricanes in, in college basketball. Florida Atlantic. Can you imagine if if Florida by God Atlantic won the national cha- like? I I think I'm I'm picking I'm picking them to win the Final Four as much as I like Sandy Sticker State because why not like? Why not? I'll the just national pi- that, championship. Can you and that'll just piss that'll just piss me off even more than making the Final Four did last week. So. Um, like that would like that's not like, that's not them winning the NIT. That's them winning the whole shebang. Yeah, I mean Butler was a good Butler was like a cute story because they were like a smaller. Where what what were they? What conference were they in? Were they in America before they came to the Big East? Yeah, I don't know something. Like when they started making their little runs, like with Brad Stevens, um, like they were considered a mid major basically, right? Kinda. Yeah. Um. So then making back to back national championships was uh. But this is to an even an even another. This is a whole another. I never even heard of this fucking school, um, and they're in a final four. And Seton Hall's got one fucking tournament win in the last seven years. Um, it's ridiculous. Still mad, but yeah, UConn. I just think UConn looks dominant. I mean, Sonogo, they have the, just the perfect mix of really strong guard play right now. Hawkins looks just fucking awesome, and Sonogo is just playing like the best big man in basketball. Um. And the the way because those because those because because the guard and the guards are playing well and Sonogo's playing so well, it gives a guy like Jackson who just like can't shoot a lick except for the one game where he caught fire. But he's just so dynamic, cutting to the basket because he's so athletic. Everything just opens up for him because everybody's just like scrambling around. Where's Sonogo? Where's Hawkins? Where's Sonogo? Where's that? Where's this guy? That like Jackson's just like again. He's just like basically a free safety out there on offense, like. Yeah, I, I think they, I think they get it done. So, by that being said, it'll be Miami and uh, and Florida Atlantic for the national title, and we're all going to be like, "What the hell?" Ah, oh, boy. All right. Um, that was fun. Yep. Like I said, we're going to be watching a crap ton of sports on Saturday. Yeah. And now for you, you ready? You ready for this? Yeah. For everybody's favorite minute in podcasting. podcasting. 
the NASCAR pit stop. In three, two, one. Go. Go. Last, last week was Circuit of the Americas. Really close race throughout. That being said, Reddick was a dominant car all day. He survived three overtimes and a shit show of an ending to win the race. We dropped to minus 15 on the season. It was a fun road course, though. This week, iconic Richmond. Three quarters of a mile track. Moderate banking. D-shape oval. We're going with William Byron as the favorite, plus 450. Kyle Busch, plus 1,200. Logano, plus 1,600. And Kislowski plus 2,500. D-shape oval. Delicious. And wrapping up year one is the parlay. We won our parlay to prayer yet again. <sighs> single. We're up to 35 bucks. Oh, that's wrong. What did we pick last week? Texas to – no, um, uh, San Diego State to cover because we were – right? Or was it – Whatever it was, we hit it. It was. We won. We we won. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we did. We won the money. Oh man, I don't even know. I was gonna say take the over in uh, the Robesy Dog Bay fight. <sighs> you wanna you wanna you wanna move off college basketball, huh? Um. Yeah, all right, we can do that. Take the over. It's fine. Let's just let's keep it. Let's keep it going. UConn's minus five and a half. If you want to do that, no, I just this Miami thing's gonna just bite me in the ass. I'm just gonna be mad. I'm just destined to be mad the entire. The, my favorite like sports tournament. I'm just gonna be mad. Um, let's let's do the over. It's fine. What do you? And, you, and then when Resby knocks him out in the fourth round, I'm just gonna be mad at you. Well, then then let's not pick it. Then stop being a B. Take the over. Take it. Let's do it. Let's roll. Yeah. Yeah, let's ride. Let's do it. Should we parlay that with Anthony Joshua for the win? No. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 I like that. Should we just like do that. should we do Robesy for the win and Joshua for the win? Uh Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I'm just being agreeable. I like that though. Robesy's minus 750. What's Josh. the what's the what's the over? Uh, ten and a half. No, yeah, well, yeah. What's the minus one forty? Let's just say Rosby and AJ. It's fine. Robsy, Robsy and AJ. So combined, they're minus four fifty-five. Our thirty-five dollar bet gets us seven bucks. <laughs> Let's keep ride. Let's keep rolling. Let's ride. Let's ride. <laughs> Let's ride. Let's ride. God, how how is that part of the vernacular now? It's a thing. It's never dying. Um, all right. Let's finish beer one and assume positions for the world-famous Tubaru salute. You ready, Drew? You ready? Drew? Yes, sir. You ready? God, what, I got to kick everything off? Can't you do it? I, I'm just asking if you're ready. I'm ready. All right. Born and, ready. And a three, and a two, and a... Let's get it on. Like I said, I'm still going with H2O. What do you got? Uh, I only had one IPA left, so I'm still working on it like a loser. You're not a loser. Eh, it's debatable. You're just drinking one beer on a two-beer podcast. That's right. But you know what that means? What?
fake again. Boop. Boop. Oh, man. Shrinking season one finale. Welp. Didn't get that one right. First off, what a surprise delight the show was, man. I... Funniest and best writing since Silicon Valley. Apple Apple TV is just killing it, man. Um, and I mean they're yeah they're still young in their their streaming days, so like obviously you know saturation may end up affecting that. But I I gotta say like I I just I haven't watched a bad any a bad program on Apple TV, and Shrinking is no exception. Um, I didn't I just when we when when I saw the preview for it. Like, I, I don't know. I just was like, ah, well, Harrison Ford's in it. I like him. Ah, Siegel's coming back. Okay. Eh, yeah, maybe it'll, yeah. I'll give it some love because I like those those guys. But, man, they, like, they knocked out of the ballpark. Uh, the casting for the whole season. Like, I can't even, even, like, the side characters. I'm like, I don't even know who I would pick to replace them. Like, I feel like this thing was just so well casted. Yeah. Um, and Gabby and I, of course, I I lost the actress's name. I know you know it though. Um, I think it's uh, is it Jessica Williams? I believe that is a hundred percent correct. I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, Jessica Williams. Yeah. Yeah, and like I don't know, like maybe the only person that like you could maybe recast and say ah, it wouldn't change, like, it wouldn't change anything, is maybe the daughter. But I I even think she's great. Brian. Oh, he's the best. I. <laughs> Nah, you can't recast Brian. D not definitely not D Train. No, definitely not. D, D Train stole the finale. Liz is great. I mean, maybe Brian's boyfriend because he doesn't really do much. Like he's got, I think he's had like nine lines total. But I just think it's been tremendous. So kudos to Apple TV. For, I, I I don't I don't think we've talked to a single person that hasn't liked the show. Like my my, my mom and brother rave about it. Uh, Everybody you know. who watches it raves about it. Yeah, it's been so just so great. Um. So season finale, we uh, I'll say we. I said me. I I thought it had to end on a dark note, just because I think that's just just the way the show is about struggle and um, kind of getting lost in yourself and not being able to move forward. <laughs> I felt like because everybody was all of our main characters were kind of getting there, there had to be like a step back moment because that's how you kind of get into season two. I think you were more on the lines of something will happen. I, something. I, I agreed with you, but I said. It'll come I, to light at the beginning of season two. Well, I said it was a possibility because you okay. what all you said. There's no way they could do that. And I said, well, they could. They could just yeah. they could just wrap it up, put a bow on it, and then decide what they wanted to do for season two once it gets here. Um, but it, yeah, it, it kind of made sense to have something. I, I all put it this way: my money was definitely on um, Harrison Ford being sick. And either yeah. dying or like going in a home or something like that's where my money was on that a hundred percent. Yeah, uh, I yeah I thought that was easy like easy money. But no. So just to there was, uh, a, there was that bit of foreshadowing right in the middle that like. Uh, oh yeah, you knew it was coming. So so the whole so the episode really revolves I still around. Didn't see it was coming. Yeah. The episode really revolves around um, Al, Al, Alice, and, Al, Alice and Jimmy. Alice is, you know, starting to 
she's starting to see that you know her dad's try she's struggling with her dad starting to try to move on um and it, jimmy you know by packing up packing up his you know his um his wife's clothes, photo albums, which man, gut wrenching scene in the episode before where he's going through the the photo album, man, like oh Jesus, um, and and him struggling with you know what, like just because I'm ready to move on doesn't mean my daughter is, so I have to you know I got to figure out a happy medium here for the two of us, um, so that's those two, uh, Brian, it's you know it's culminating with Brian's wedding, um, with his with his partner. Uh, and his, you know, a little bit of relationship with his dad. Uh, Sean is getting his business started. The, uh, I guess he's doing a food truck, right? Yes. Food truck catering. Liz, you know, Liz has a vulnerable moment where she, you know, basically tells, you know, she sits down with him and tells him that she just wants to be involved and doesn't just want to be a, a silent partner. And Gabby, whose whole thing has been uh safe dick Jimmy, you, you see her slowly start to, um, you know, get feelings for jimmy so that's that's the and harrison ford obviously coming off you know, the weekend he, where he you know surprises his daughter uh going to the grandson's fourth grade school play as the mouse the mouse elephant um being uh you know you know basically dealing with that so some hilarious that that's kind of where all the characters were moving um and after after the wedding, you know Harrison Ford and Siegel are having the conversation, and he goes, "You know, I thought all that all that you know crazy shit you were doing with your patients was gonna end the practices and that." And Jimmy says, "I got lucky." And as he says that, then they start doing a he, montage. He said, "He said something." Harrison Ford said something like, "Hey, that Me was too. Bro- that was brilliant or something." Uh, he, 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 uh, he like gives him he gives him a compliment for it, and then and and then Siegel says. Let's face it, I got lucky. And then and Harrison sort of says, me too. Yeah. Um, and then they start doing a big dance montage. And as soon that's it clicked to me, as soon as the first thing they showed was his patient who has the abuse, the emotionally abusive husband, them walking on the hike, immediately oh, I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, immediately yeah. at that point, I'm like, oh, my God, she's going to kill him. Well, and, then it, and then yeah, and then everybody they, said that. And then they the start and, yeah, and then they start showing the the other patients like, you know, the doing um well. Yeah, the one the one that's got like all the quirks, she's like sitting outside on a bench in her normal clothes. Um the guy that hates baristas talking to him is sitting down with one, having a cup of coffee. The guy who, you know, he left um had the mother issues and spread her ashes was at the football game. And you know they're dancing it up. The guy you know. who who can't be vulnerable to women. He he actually is like buying a house with his. Name. Oh yeah 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 right. And you did yeah you, he's probably you probably saw him the least uh, this season. I think he was just not one episode. And and then as you know you see everybody having a great time at the wedding. Um and he's you know Jimmy who was able the, the whole I think the first the first episode where he talks to Alice and he says it's hard it's been hard to like spent like to deal with her is that because she looks so much like his dead what like like her mom and it ends that way where he like just looks at her while she's wearing her when they all started dancing that's when it was just like no this isn't the end something's yeah. gonna happen and and then it goes immediately to and then the, well then they start showing like you said then they started splicing in all the all the <coughs> patients and it's like yeah I, I let myself for a split second think Ah, maybe maybe I called it. Maybe they are gonna, and then they go to her on the hike, and then it's like, no, no, nope. nope. this is um, not gonna end well. And she ends up pushing her, pushing her, her husband, 
or husband or whatever. Yeah, he's just being a total dick to her. Yeah. Like, and the, the last therapy session that Jimmy had with her, she was talking about how she'd love to push him off a cliff. And he, and he goes, and he like, he doesn't say like to do it, but he basically metaphorically is like talking about the boop. And I guess she was just so unhinged that that's what she did. And after she pushes him off and he falls, she, she just goes, boop. Uh, I wasn't yeah, sure if it was going to see. I, I wasn't with the, scoop up those brains with a spoon. Oh man. Now I wasn't sure if it was going to end there or if every patient was then going to unravel. Um, oh. But then if, but then it then it fades to black, and I'm like, oh, all right, well, now Jimmy's. So I, I'm, my guess is for season two now. No, well, here, here's a couple. You think this? Do you think that guy's dead, or you think he's just gonna be like seriously injured? Oh, dead. So it's either gonna be Jimmy dealing. I don't, I don't know that he could lose his license because he didn't really do anything. Um, uh, I don't know about that. Well, I don't. I mean, he didn't tell her to push the husband off the cliff, but um, yeah, he did. Yeah, debatable. He, but I mean, clear. I mean, clearly, he's now going to be in just this new, now a new. It's going to be a new phase of guilt with him, where I'm sure he probably will give up the profession. Next season, he won't be a therapist anymore. No, He'll this be is 100 percent going to je- going to trial because it ha- it has to because it, if you have someone who's like, and they even threw it in there with Liz coming like, oh, she doesn't look insane, and like. Oh yeah, that's you're fair. talking about someone who's insane, and you're you're metaphorically tell them like, yeah, kill yeah. your husband and scoop up his 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 eggs, his his brain like they're the runny eggs, yeah, yeah. like, and then they actually True. go and do kill your husband, like that's yeah, a problem. Fair. That's a big problem, and so you're a problem. I think I think that's going to trial now. Oddly enough, I think the technicality is like. He's gonna. He's gonna tell. She's gonna be like, "You told me to do it," and he's like, "Yeah." And I also said to go scoop the brains with a spoon. Did you do that? No. So you you weren't actually literally listening to me. So don't use me as an excuse. I I think that's the defense that they're gonna have, and I think they are gonna get away with it. But <laughs> like, but at that point, you're re- you have no like reputation left. So your practice yeah. is basically over. So yeah, that's kind of like. Basically, they would need all the other patients to rally and be like, no, I know that he convinced this one lady to commit a murder, but he really helped <laughs> all of us. Come yeah, on, so community. Now that, we, we have to support him. And so now he'll you know, he'll he'll lose his support system with, with Paul and Gabby because their careers are pretty much going to be over too. They're um, going to have to fire him so they could keep their careers, yeah. Well, so, I mean, yeah, but the practice itself would be And then Gabby's so going to have a choice to make, yeah. love or career. Oh man. Um so obviously we agree Derek Derek stole the episode. Um, Absolutely stole the episode. Between the scene with Liz on the couch while she's talking to Sean, um the him describing, "Oh yeah, by the way, yeah, Gabby, uh, yeah, they're fucking Gabby." <laughs> oh, it was so funny. <laughs> he, he just he just saw cuz he's taking one of his pee breaks on the on the deck. Who it's wishes like, they peed on the deck now? Now. Did you ta- did, did you tape it? Didn't need didn't, to. Didn't need to. Uh, tell, tell Jimmy you got a great ass. I could do some it was squats. Hot. Well, not so much Jimmy, but I was I was I was I was impressed with what he was doing. I was proud of him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to the cornhole seed. Uh, I can't I can't I can't believe I can't believe you're you're here at my wedding, Derek. Ah, oh, you remember my name, Derek. Derek for the win. Uh, that guy. What a he just he stole the episode. Quickie later. Uh, Oh yeah, you know it. Oh, be yeah. Lightning quick. <laughs> uh, she's not just good at polishing rocks. Uh, 
Okay, your bathroom. Yeah, the uh, special ones right down there. I knew it. <laughs> uh, so good. I, I, he stole, he stole the episode. Uh, what was your favorite part of the episode? Um, all the Derek stuff. Um, you pick one. You don't get to pick fifty. What was your favorite part of the episode? Of this 30, 33 minute show. Um, there was some. I, you put me on the spot. I don't know. You, What's that? You do it. You put me on the spot. I don't know. You. Do uh, it. my mine was when Liz, uh, Liz pulls Jimmy in to yell at Paul, and for not writing Gabby, taking the time to write Gabby the letter of recommendation. Oh yeah. And uh, she goes, yeah, he's with me too. He just he just doesn't want to piss you off because of your hug. You told her. Who hugs? <laughs> who hugs who and hugs tells? And tells. Yeah. Oh man, I was I was absolutely dying. And Siegel, Siegel's facial expression, just his facial expression acting throughout this these ten episodes was just fucking tremendous. Yeah, that 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 was that was good. I'll I'll go with you on that. So good. Although, yeah, that or I'm gonna maybe even the the Derek t- talking about them getting it on. Who wishes they peed on the deck now? Maybe, <laughs> that may have been that. Great scene. Great scene. Um. So, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen anything announced, but obviously it's going to be a season two. So. Uh, oh, they've already announced it, yeah. Did they? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think after, like, episode four, they announced it. So. Lovely. Um, I wouldn't – I actually, I wouldn't even be shocked if uh, if everything's already happened and it's kind of like a fast-forward and they kind of – like, the first – <clears throat> the first five minutes of season two, episode one, is basically like, you know, just Post quick, trial and all that just stuff. yeah, like quick flashbacks of like what resulted from that incident and then where he is now and everybody, and like you find out that like Paul actually, Paul actually moved to Connecticut or wherever I forget where is is it Connecticut where she is? I think so. He moved down there. I mean, he's still part of the show, obviously. Harrison Ford's not gonna they're not gonna write him off, but you know, he's there. Him and Gabby are are no longer uh, doing anything because you know she had to you know the practice had to close down. I think it'll just be you know it'll be more of that and uh, you know I I wouldn't shock me maybe or maybe they maybe they do show kind of everything that happens there. Law and order. Yeah. Yeah, could be. I I don't know. I don't. I'm not as big on the whole trial thing as you. That. But I I think it has to has to go there. But I let you bring up a good point. They don't necessarily have to show it. But yeah. There's, there's no um, way that he doesn't get in. There, like, even if he's found guilty and doesn't go to jail, I'm sorry, found innocent and doesn't go to jail, like they lose the practice on reputation. Yeah, I agree. Who, uh, who won the season, actor wise? Um, oh, Gabby. Um, yeah, I agree. Jessica Williams. Or, by yeah. far, I don't think. I think far, I, is she, yeah. is she doing? I think I keep meaning to text you, but like I never know which games are on. Is she doing the voice on one of the commercials that's constantly playing during the tournament? I haven't noticed. If she I have to, I got off to listen this weekend for it, but I think she's doing the voice um, of one of the commercials. But yeah, I, I think she, Gabby Williams. Yeah, yeah so I think this she. Was uh, her coming out party. She yeah, was, like she doesn't. She doesn't have a long list of IMDb. I said I think the only thing I've seen her in was Love Life. Um, she was in season two of that, which uh, obviously season one was all Anna Kendrick, uh, who's I think she wrote the show or produced it, uh, which is why I watched season two. She's not in it, but Gabby had a small role there. Um, but yeah, just absolutely phenomenal in every every way uh, during this season. There wasn't a scene that she didn't knock out of the uh, 
knock out of the ballpark. Whether she, she was she just was, she was awesome. Yeah, whether she was just yeah. drinking 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 water out of that big ass uh, <laughs> yeah that big ass thermos that she I'm has. I'm gonna live till I'm 140 because I'm hydrated. And uh, the 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 just the scene where she walks in on Paul and the doctor uh, make it out. I mean, she just her face of like just pure shock, like everything, man. She was just so uh, so so fantastic. So great. Great, great work by her. Um, and I'd probably say Siegel's a close second, just because, yeah. like I said, he he kind of fell off. Whether it was depression or you know he just you know he just wasn't satisfied with what with what he was doing in in Hollywood. Um, he made that like I said made that awful show for AMC that I know was like his his way of getting back into being creative and doing meaningful work. That thing was a piece of shit. <laughs> Not to shit on Jason Siegel about that being about him and depression, but it was terrible. Um, but this was a really good uh, bounce. This is this was this is his uh, his John Travolta um, Pulp Fiction moment. Yeah, making you can call it a comeback because Siegel's back in business. I like it. New shows coming out too. Um, I forget. I already forget what it is. But uh, Seth Rogen is uh gonna be on Apple. He's got an Apple T V oh, show yeah? coming out here in a month with um oh my god, the hot British uh, actress. Um you didn't see neighbors, right? No. With Zach Efron. Uh, she oh, wait, played yeah I, did. yeah I did. She played his wife the woman who played his wife in that in that movie is playing his like his um his co star in the show. Or maybe okay. he's her co star, I don't know. Um so we'll we'll see. I'm you know I've after shrinking, I have high hopes that just again Apple will knock <laughs> knock another one out of the park. Like it. So um, we'll have to. Uh, hey, speaking of uh, other new shows, I started a new show. What is it? Rabbit Hole. Rabbit Hole. It's on <laughs> Paramount Plus with okay. uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Good stuff. I watched one episode. They they released two episodes. I didn't get to the second one yet. I watched the first one. So, so good. This is like a fake twenty-four, right? Uh not not particularly. Kind oh, okay. of, but not particularly. This is like corporate espionage, and like, yeah. So instead of instead of political espionage, it's corporate yes. espionage. Instead of international <laughs> man of mystery, uh, like him fighting terrorists. Yeah. This is. Like him doing shady business crap, um, to uh, like to the tune of like hundreds of millions of dollars. Okay. Like for, like for himself because he's bored with life. But then he's like, I I I don't know. It's very it's a very intertwined. It's like one of those plots where you're like, who's on what side? And it's so early in the show I can't even tell. Love it, man. Love it. But the first, the first episode. I, I feel like I need to watch it again because the first episode just blew my mind. Okay. It was really right. good. Well, next week I think we can do a double dandy. Yeah. Uh, one Creed three Creed three hits uh hits streaming tomorrow. So obviously uh, I'll be up I'll be up till two a.m. when it goes live and I'll be buying it. Um. <laughs> so we'll let you watch that if you have time and give your uh, your feedback on Creed okay. three. Uh. But I figure we'll uh, we'll give we'll, we'll we'll wait for the first two episodes of our favorite show, Yellow Jackets, to uh, to give our early impressions of season. Oh two, yeah, I watched so. I watched that too. 
yeah, just to get, I, I figure we don't need to get, just because of one, I feel, like, I feel like it's better when you get the first two in, so you have a little bit more to go okay. on. Um, so we'll wait I knew till... there was another show. I was like, I kn- I'm like, I was on a heater this week. I know I watched another show, and it was <laughs> just when, just when, just when you were like, just when you were like, you know, like I know, even though you know these chicks eat each other, just watching watching somebody eat a human ear, just just takes you to another level. But we'll uh, talk about uh, it. Uh, uh. <laughs> we'll talk about the the first two episodes um, next week. Just our overall thoughts. But the I I really enjoyed the premiere. The tone was was still very very good. Um, so we'll hit on those. Maybe uh, I feel like everything else is just early, like Lucky Hank, early stages. Mando's about the halfway point. Um, so we'll wait till that one's done to to talk about season. Yeah. Season three, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I keep thinking of season four because of Boba Fett, but yeah. Uh, to talk about our thoughts on that and uh, and anything else new going on, man. Yeah, because so. then we're then we're gonna get back into Fear of the Walking Dead season. We're gonna get <laughs> still haven't fi- still haven't finished the uh, the other one. We're gonna get into Seven Kings Must Die. Um, <laughs> I haven't gotten an email about the uh, premiere, so I'm kind of upset. I guess all we, I guess, coming up. I guess we didn't win. Guess not. <sighs> like who the hell? Like who the hell, who the hell in the U.S. freaking entered that contest? Come on. I don't know. I thought we. I thought that was in the bag, man. To be honest with you, I'm actually like legitimately deprived. Maybe I get, I'll check my spam. I don't know. We were going to be hanging out with Uhtred and Skade. She was going to be eating some New York New York pizza, and you were just going to open your mouth and be like, spit that pepperoni in my mouth, Skade. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh. So good. We would have put on every like band list, but it would have been so worth it. <laughs> oh, I just... Yeah, I just I just cut her and tell her to spit her blood in my mouth. So good. That's not weird. Uh, on that note, Drew, great episode. Thank you everyone for listening, and as per usual, good talk. See you out there. Big kisses. Sit down. Pull you that first round. You got an open count, toss it out Everybody's cold right now Stir up the crowd Get you that second round Go on and throw it out Talk about anything that makes you get loud